0: (laughs) welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. It's another beautiful rainy day. I like the rain. It makes me happy. So my name is Kim Parker, and you are tuning in to New GWC this beautiful, rainy, cloudy afternoon. And today, we're going to get into a wonderful topic. Before I do, I want to introduce you who's here. We have our executive pastor, Executive Pastor Sylvia Saunders. Hello, hello, hello. And on my left, we have our sister, Kimberly Williams. And once again, you know, it's me, Kim. So today our topic is going to be about prayers of the righteous. And I just want to say this topic has been my lunch, breakfast, and dinner this week. (laughs) Prayers of the righteous. And I'm going to be coming from James chapter 5 and the 16th verse. Confess your faults one to another. And pray for one another that she may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And so that, with that scripture, that was the first scripture that came to mind. And the first part of that says confess your faults one to another. And then the second part says pray for one another. When you confess something to someone, you're making yourself vulnerable. You go into someone that you trust. And the person that you're telling They're not supposed to come from a place of judgment. They're there to help you and to pray for you so you can be healed. And then that second part of it, that last part that says, um, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And so with that, I went and had to look up some definitions for some words. You know, the dictionary is amazing. So for prayer... I found out that prayer is a formal, dignified, serious, characterized by deep sincerity, requests for help, or expression of thanks addressed to God. Basically, you're putting in your plea and your request and your time and communication with the Lord. But that part that said serious, dignified and serious, you know how you saints are dignified. Like you got to be serious about it. Righteous is of a person or conduct, morally right or justifiable, defensible, or excusable. And with that, I thought about the scripture that says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I was wondering, thinking, like, how how do you become righteous? Well, first of all, you have to be, the only way to be righteous is through Jesus Christ. And the only way to get to Jesus Christ is receiving him as your Lord and Savior. And once you do that, you know, you're made in right standing with God. It doesn't mean you're not perfect. It doesn't mean you won't make mistakes. And then I also thought about how Jesus, while we were still sinners, he died on the cross for us. And he died to, he thought enough of us to make us justifiable. Because sometimes we don't feel like we're worthy of forgiveness or grace. You know, you fall down, you go, like, oh, my God, I messed up. You know, that's how it was this week. I was like, oh had to keep going and keep getting up. And it's like you harden hard on yourself, you know, especially if you're a perfectionist or you're used to being at a certain level and you fall down, and especially if it happened in front of people, you know, it's kind of challenging to get back up
1: to that level, you know. Have, and Can I jump in mm-hmm. for a minute right there? I want to jump in because um, the first part that you read um, about confessing or talking or praying with one another um, I think that's key to that word righteousness, um, because or being righteous. And she said the definition was upstanding, upright with God. And the only way to get that is through God, as you said. But more importantly, in, or in addition to that, is that first line that you read. And read that again before you get to the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man of Belikman. Before you get to that, confess. Read that first. Confess Confess your
0: faults one to
1: another and pray one for another that you may be healed. That's it. Confess your fault one to the now. The reason why that statement is before you get to the prayer part, is because that is what makes you upright. That is what makes you upstanding in this in the sight of God is the fact that we are confessing our sins one to the other and we are also confessing so righteousness does not mean that the person is a believer righteous does not mean that you are so it's not saying that it's not just talking to the to the believers or to the saints right. it could be talking to the unsaved so people are like i didn't know the unsaved can be righteous yes the unsaved can be if they if at the moment they have confessed their sins if at the moment they have gone and decided that I'm not, I'm not upright. I'm not, uh, you know, standing right before God. And right now, because I got so much that's going on in my life, I just need God to forgive me for it. And I need, God, I need you, God, to forgive me for this because I'm about to come to you in prayer because I'm, I'm about to expect you. To. <laughs> that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people are looking for God to do something for them. And because they are, they know that they can't go to God with a bunch of junk in their heart. If you are expecting God to answer your prayer, you can't go to him any old kind of way. So that first little statement, a lot of times we skip that over that, and we preach the effectual fervent fervent prayer of the righteous man of vela. And that man, that man is woman, man, child, boy, girl. It doesn't mean man as in he it, it means e- any person that comes before God, and I. So I wanted to kick in that because I think it's very important that you get yourself in order before you go to God. Because it's it's going to and I think you're going to probably talk about the rest of the definitions in that whole scripture. And if not you, definitely me, because I wrote it down. I made a note <laughs> on the actual words in that scripture because in order to get the results of what that scripture is talking about, we have to understand what what those words actually mean biblically, what it actually means in order to get the results it's talking about. Because I don't you can go to God. And pray all you want. But you're not going to have that kind of result that that scripture is referencing if you don't start first getting rid of any sin that you got in your life. So the next word
0: I looked up was effectual. And I found out it means producing or able to produce a desired effect, fruitful, efficient, operative, potent. Y'all know what potent means. It's like strong. strong, strong, productive, having or wielding force, authority, or influence. And with this definition, I thought about like Abraham, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, King David, especially Elijah and Elijah. Go ahead now. That's the guy <laughs> I'm thinking about. huh. <laughs> <laughs> I call the, them the heavyweights. Yeah, in the
1: Bible, yeah. they the heavyweights of faith. They got a prayer through, you know. Yeah, the one that says, you know, it's been raining, but God, I want you to hold back the rain, and that mm-hmm. that is effectual. Right. That is intensity. That is praying with uh, emotions and not not having an. And there's a difference between having effective prayer and effectual prayer, okay. because. To be effective, all you have to do is produce, it have results. The it, you know it was effective. Something happened, but effectual means there's an intensity to that thing. It, you're, the intended and the appropriate results is what you got. Right. Now, that's a difference between the two. Because people say, as long as my prayer was effective, God heard it. No. <laughs> You want God to do more than just hear your prayer. You want the results of your prayer be just as you prayed. Right. So you, it has to be effectual, not effective. Come on now. Break it on down with them, them See, definitions.
0: <laughs> and, and part of the prayer, my prayer is being answered right now. <laughs> so, and fervent. This word right here. It means very hot, glowing exhibited are marked by intensity of feeling, zealous, intense, extreme degree of strength. And you know how some people, like, you might go to somebody, you pray a general prayer, you know, you feel all right, you know, fl- you, you know that fluffiness. But fluffiness is not going to get you through what you need to get through. So you need somebody that's anointed, somebody that's appointed, somebody that can get a breakthrough, you know, somebody you know that can get through to God, like our executive pastor here. You know, I'm a witness. I've seen it happen. Okay. And someone who's very fervent, you know, fiery, intense, and strong in the Lord, you know, in their prayer. And they're not just praying like um, first day to say on Sunday. You're not praying the generic prayers. You're praying right. the will of God right. to get through. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. Um, oh, I forgot the rest of the de- definition.
1: And, 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 and fervor and favor are two different things. Because as soon as I saw that, at first when I used to read that scripture, you know, when you're younger and you're growing up, you think, well, I have the favor of God. So, you know, when I pray, you know, God's going to answer because I have the favor of God. But that's not, not what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. And those two words are so close in its spelling that when you're young, you can get things all mixed up, especially if you didn't even know the word fervor to begin with. So you're thinking favor. And so that's how I was when I was younger. But as I grew to understand that scripture, I realized that even if God has favor, you know, if I have favor on my life because of God, if it's not his will, and I don't go go in prayer with that, you know, with that emotion, that hot fire in me, in my belly, that Holy Spirit in my belly, whereas when I pray, I'm not just standing up here going, you know— Uh, well, God, you know, and okay, God, and so God, and, you know, and God this and God that, and not, and not be uh, led by the Holy Spirit, because anything that's led by the Holy Spirit, you know, in fact, my sister tells me all the time, she said, oh, that was a good sit and talk, or that was a good morning worship service, Kim Parker showed it, pray, you know, because it's not just coming out of out of repetition it's coming out of your spirit and anything that's coming out because a lot of times when we go to bed at night i'm gonna be serious you're tired from all day long you get ready to go to bed if you if god hadn't laid anything specific on your heart to pray for you're like you know our father which art in heaven, didn't have a come. you know that that is just that generic that is but that's the prayer he said if you don't know how to pray pray that and so that's the prayer you fall on to because, you know, you know that'll get you in the bed. Right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you, our uh, folks, you know that's the prayer that will get you in the bed and at least get you some sleep. But if you're trying to really get an answer for what you've been through, what you're going through, you got to answer, you got to go to God with a, a different sort of prayer. So I'm going to be honest with you, late at night, and I'm, I'm out I'm when I get ready to hit my knees, if I hit my knees on the floor, <laughs> you know, I'm an honest person. I just keep it real. Mm-hmm. There's a real spot up in here. If my knees hit the floor and not my knees just hit the edge of the bed and <laughs> then I bow my head, I'm just telling you for real, I, it's got to be something God has really laid on my heart, and then I am not, you know, I'm not laying there, but I am really, you know, having a intense prayer with God because I want that prayer to be answered just as I prayed it. See, prayer being answered. The next
0: word I looked up was availeth. This was kind of challenging to find this word because sometimes when you look for a word, they don't have the word that you're looking for. They might have the, that the yeah, they're part of the word. Yeah. So what I got from it was, it's, availeth is continuous advantage toward attainment of a goal or purpose. And I was like, the the veil part was the part that came up, but the E-T-H, you know, I had to look up what that meant. And it means it's the singular presence of a verb, and verbs are action words. So when you avail, you're, you're an advantage toward attainment of a goal of purpose. When you get with someone who's prayed up, fasted up, worded up in the word, and they're fervent in their prayer, and they're can, you know, tenacious in their prayer, Their prayers availeth. They availeth much. And so the next word I had to look up, much, you know. (laughs) So much, a great amount or quantity of, great in importance or significance, more than is expected or acceptable, more than enough, frequently, often. You know how sometimes, like, we learn Sunday to pray the will of God. And when you pray, you don't know what else to pray. You say thank you. And start giving him thanks and pray his will. And sometimes, like, God will exceed your expectations. I know for me, sometimes, like, I'll be praying for one thing, and God will sometimes, he'll exceed it. You know what I mean? I'll be like, Holy Spirit, have your way. And then when the Holy Spirit have his way, he's like, ooh, you blew my mind. You went beyond what I thought you were going to do. I like those moments. And so much and having great quantity, you know, when someone, somebody prays for you or you're praying for yourself, like, you're seeking God for healing. You don't just want to be healed that one time. You kind of you want you know what I'm saying especially if it's an ailment you want that that joker to go away
1: yeah. and you want it to be you want it to be made whole yeah. and so, so that veleth mm-hmm. is you said advantageous so it's a benefit mm-hmm. it's having the benefit of the being effectual it's having the benefit of the uh, being serious and letting the Holy Spirit lead you and the much is how great that benefit. Uh, results in your prayer so that's why it's saying availeth much so if you're not doing the the one two three before mm-hmm. don't expect the five and six after right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know god like you just said he healed me but did he completely heal you mm-hmm. depends on the level in which you are praying right. and the seed in which you are sowing <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so
0: with that same um scripture james five sixteen, i had the easy to read version too And it says, so always tell each other the wrong things you have done, then pray for each other. Do this so God can heal you. Anyone who lives the way God wants can pray and great things will happen. You know, I, had, I wanted to look it up because Pastor, he always uses the easy-to-read version because sometimes the King, the King James version, version, you know, you go to that to check it with the authenticity of it. But sometimes you need something to break it down to your level sometimes. And the part that says anyone who lives the way God wants can pray. Again, that goes back to praying God's will and how you know God's will. You got to get in his word and find out about his, his will. And like she said, you got to come to him. You can't come to God any old kind of way. Mm -hmm. And you got to seek him for that. I got a lot of notes here. Had technical difficulties with my tablet.
2: Sometimes with the easy, I noticed like with the easy reading, like you were saying, I do have to go back to the King James or the other versions because it's like sometimes it leaves something out, something that's just missing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it tells you what you need to know. And you say, okay, that's easy. But then you start thinking it has to be something a little bit more to it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just go back to another translation, another version. And usually they, they don't put those words in there like the ones you were saying, looking up. And sometimes those words will help you dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. And in they mm-hmm. understand it. So,
0: yeah. When I was researching this, like I went to, I ended up getting my grandmother's, you know, the big uh, Bible. The one you on the yeah, table. the fam- you know that family Bible. <laughs> That they got all the references, and they got, like, 50 references for one scripture. Exactly. Then they got 20 references for the reference scripture, you know. I had looked <laughs> looked in that, and I was study. looking at stuff.
1: Yeah, that's a study that's Bible. A study Bible. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I was
0: trying to read stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't be telling people hogwash, you know what I mean? And, and I don't want to say anything to, you know, sometimes you need more than just an emotional high or, like I said, that fluffiness. You need something to help you get through your life. And so I found, pertaining to prayer, John 15 and 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And the the that was the King James Version, but the easy-to-read version says, stay joined together with me and follow my teachings. If you do this, you can ask for anything you want. And it will be given to you and with, even with that knowing um abiding God's word you still have to follow his commandments because once you, when you get in his word and his words abiding you then you obey being obedient to his word and his com- his commandments and you know what to pray because you're praying his word and you're praying his will and i think that's the key to knowing God's word knowing his will so that way you know what to pray for and you won't, it's a scripture that says you ask, you ask amiss. And so sometimes I'd be like, Holy Spirit, let me pray a hit. Let me pray a hit. Mm-hmm. And so I, won't, so I won't pray amiss, you know what I mean? And I just, <laughs> it says you ask amiss. You you okay. miss something, and right? I yes. Right? So I'd be like, Holy Spirit, let me pray a hit. Let me <laughs> let my prayer <laughs> hit, you know what I mean? It's uh, hey, something it to, means- not, not, not any old thing, okay. you know. Uh. Wow. <laughs> right.
1: And so you, you were saying, abide in His teachings, and so that, 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 that's like a um caviar to that scripture because, um, that is definitely what righteous is talking about. Uh, abiding in his scriptures in other words being obedient to his will and so when we abide to the teachings and not just the teachings um the scripture but the law man's law mm-hmm. and so a lot of times we uh, we skip man's law but god wants us in order to have an upstanding upright um relationship with god you know, you have to also have a relationship with man. Okay. And so you have to abide by man's law. You can't say, well, you know, as long as I'm obeying the Ten Commandments, you know, because this scripture is really talking about confession of sin. Mm-hmm. And and when we were thinking about, when I was thinking about that scripture earlier, I was thinking about, you know, and you said it, you you started messing with it just a little bit, that sometimes we stumble. Mm-hmm. and You know, that song, um... Who sings that song, uh, We Fall Down But We Get Up? Donnie McClarklin. McClarklin. And I think that's really where he was coming from uh, and connecting this scripture to that in my mind because uh, righteous man does not mean that you won't stumble. It means that you know that you have to confess your sins before the Lord and then you rise up again. You know, you don't stay down there, you rise up again. And a lot of times people look at saints as if they're, They should be on pillars, and they they can't do any wrong, or the righteous can't do any wrong. But we're we're not righteous in God's eye, but we can't obey his word and be obedient to the will of God. And when we're done that, then we've met met the mark of uh, righteousness. And so um, that's what I like about it is that you said the teachings of God. So we do have to make sure that we are following man's law and God's law so that when we go before God, we go before God in the uh, right standing. So another part of
0: praying, I learned that you have to be specific in your prayers. And like the two blind men that heard, that the, that heard Jesus was passing, he was like, Lord, have mercy on us. And Jesus asked him, "Asked him, what do you want me to do? And Lord, open our eyes, they replied, and that's when Jesus gave them their sight. And then I went to, I I found out, Jesus asked people questions before he did anything, you know. First, like she said, yeah, making sure you're right and right standing with him, confess your sins, right? And Jesus always asked a question before he heals somebody. And like the woman, like who touched me, the woman with the issue of blood. When she was like, he was like, who touched me, you know. And then when she confessed what happened, he made her whole. He was like, your faith has made you whole. Um, the man at the pool, her he was like, do you want to be an a you know?
1: And, and I think that the reason why is because a lot of times we go to God with what we think we want. And that's not really what we want or we say what we think we want and he knows our hearts he knows our minds and so we could put it we could package it any kind of way we want but He really truly know what we're after Mm -hmm. and so you know and then i like about the fact that jesus always used these parables because he wants you to see right where you are it's it's so hard for you to come before somebody and you're going through something and they're talking um, deep scripture and you don't even understand it. you don't, you, you're not even a Bible reader and let alone a church attender and they're giving you all this Bible and all you want to really know, all you want is results. And so they need to really come and they need to come at you. Like, well, are you, w- what, what is your job title? You know, some way off the cuff, you know, you're there for prayer, but they're going to ask you, well, what, do, well, what do you do? And you say, well, I work with people, but well, when you work with people. You know, do you expect them to tell you what you need or do you know what they need? You know, because you work with people, so do you just tell them, you know, or what? Do you ask them? And so, you know, by him coming to people in that manner, it allowed them to look within themselves and see where they they were, so then they can really say, well, um, well, yeah, God, I'm here to really to be healed. It was me that touched your, you know what I'm saying? It was me. You know, I ain't, I ain't playing around, <laughs> and I thank you for asking me, because I don't want you getting confused <laughs> that it was the woman beside me. You know, I don't, I'm don't. i glad of the question. You know, that's how we ought to be when God asks We ought, We ought not to be sitting back telling us, well, why he's searching me? No, you should have searched yourself. Come on, somebody! <laughs> you should have searched yourself before you went to God. But He's giving you an opportunity to look within yourself, and 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 to tell Him the truth. What really what you need? Really, where you coming from? Because you can't blindside God anyway. But He wants honesty. That's the purpose of prayer. You can't. and People talk about He knows my heart. He knows what I'm about to say. But He says to open thy mouth. People come in church and tell my, but you know how I feel. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> And here, but when you when you are when you hooked up with that man, you don't want him to. Uh, you know how I feel. You always talk about. I want you to show me. Well, that's how, that's how God is. He wants you to show him. You can't be talking about. You know my thoughts. You know my ways and my heart and all that stuff. Uh uh-uh, uh You got that. God wants you, wants you to love on him just like you want that man to love on you. You want show me show me show me, show me the diamonds. Show me show me show me the love. Show me show me show me. Show me. <laughs> Sit up here beside me till I fall sleep at night okay that's the same God <laughs> when you pray God. he want to know all of that he want he want to know your real heart don't you can't hide you can't blindside I'm saying it, I'm saying it again can't blindside him and so he really wants you to see what you're really asking for and what you what's really in your heart
0: one thing that helps me when I pray when I'm especially when I'm getting ready to dig in and I need guidance I would say Holy Spirit help me to pray for I know not what to pray for as I ought to pray, and I kind of throw it on Him, and I and you know I yield to Him. I say, Holy Spirit, I'm yielding. I yield to you. I come in agreement with you for my life with the Word. Help me to pray for I know not what to pray for and ask for as I ought to. And once I yield to the Holy Spirit, then I pray and I let the Holy Spirit have His way in the prayer and let Him, you know, get it to God. Like Pastor told us in the message, he said the Holy Spirit can get in God's ear and translate what you need to God yes. and give it back to, you know what I'm saying, yes. to you so he'll know what you're talking about. And that helps me a lot. It's not, I don't use it as a, I don't want to see how people use stuff as a crutch. You know, I pray, but, you know, sometimes when you yield, it's easier to just go ahead and yield. You're going to have to yield anyway. So you might as well It's like, I yield to you. I come to agree with you. Help me to pray for. I don't know what to pray for and ask as I ought to pray. Um, and that's why he said, when you abide in me, if my words, you abide in me, my words abide in you, you can ask what you, do. you got to know the word, pray the word. Um, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. I confess my sins, here I am. Yes, Lord, you know, but God, I'm dealing with this. And be honest, like she said, this is a real, be real with him. Because you need, you know what I'm saying, something on the inside, you need to be real with yourself. You know, it's, you're having a relationship with him. When you're communicating prayer, it's like it's a two-way street communicating and being
1: honest. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh saying I know what I ought not to pray or what I should pray is not a crutch. It is a position. It is a position. It is a heart position because you need to you need to be there before you can even ask anyway. So you like you said, it's not so it's not that like you said, I'm trying to use it as a crutch. Well, well, well if you don't know what to say in the first place, <laughs> oh he, i just said he—he he already know. He already know you don't know what to say. So you're saying it is just like it's just like um, you know when they went before they went to the priest, and the priest went behind the veil. So that's like an introduction before you get into your prayer. God, here I am. You know, look at me. I, you know, I am a nobody. You know, and so I need you to help me before I come, you know, so that when I come, I come not just as I am, but as you are pleased with me. So I don't I, th- I don't I don't I don't definitely want don't don't want you to think of it as a crutch. Okay. As a matter of fact, g- give me those exact words. I might put they They might become my introduction. <laughs> 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 Oh. My heart, my heart is positioned there, but just to have those words put your, put your, put you in a different mind frame. If if you don't, if you look, y'all, if we need to text that in the comments, say text that in my in the comments for me too. Go ahead and say text that in the comments for me too. Because a lot of times we don't, you know, we don't want to come out and say we need that, you know, but we do. We we need to know how God wants us to be positioned, and it's okay because we don't know it all and so um we just we're here to help you we're here to promote the best that we can (laughs) and give you all the tools possible in order for you to um to, to be successful successful in life and so hit us up on our sit and talk podcast we're here every other saturday and hopefully to start at three. But uh, if we don't kick start at three, like we said before, we will be on, we will be on and, and watch the replay if you miss us live or if you miss us on Instagram, but, uh, or wherever we are, <laughs> in whatever manner we come coming, Zoom or however God would have, her to come, have us to come, uh, don't hesitate to hit us up and put a comment and, or uh, inbox us and we, we would love to chat with you. We would love to see if we can help you or uh, Uh, find out what your opinions are on the matter as well and when we come back on the next the next next saturday we will um be sure to answer any questions that you may have if we don't then answer you back on that particular podcast Amen. amen so another scripture that i found that when you're praying
0: whatsoever things you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them and the this is one of the reasons why I say, I start off with, I say, Holy Spirit, I yield to you. Help me to pray for I know now what to pray for and ask as I ought to pray. Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. Because just sometimes, like, when you're praying, you know, you have the faith to pray, the faith of the mustard seed, you know. And like we learned, plant that seed and let it grow into a tree, into a harvest, you know. And while you're praying, you know, you you fired up, you praying It's in that waiting from the time you pray to the time it manifests and what you're doing in between. It's that part being effectual and fervent in that prayer and continually, you know, being in God's presence and thanking him. Like First Lady told us, keep thanking him and reminding him of his word and believing that you are going to receive it, you know.
1: Mike. Uh, I think you had a kickback. Uh you said something there that I think that was very important. Um you said believing and receiving and you said and thanking him. Mm-hmm. That's the that's that's a really important thing. I I didn't hear in any of those instructions did you say and pray it again? No. no. You didn't say no. and pray it again. You said in that process of expecting that Result, that powerful result, that you then go and tell them again what they need to do. Oh,
0: oh, okay. <laughs> Let me start right here. I said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, mm-hmm. believe that you receive them. First step, believe that you receive it. Yeah, because he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. Believe that you receive them. Receiving you, it's already done. It's in the spirit. It's already done. When you go, you believe in, it's like you're going to, you know, your mama and your daddy got something that you want. You know, you can get it from them. You, go, you know what I'm saying? You go ask them. You know, first of all, you know they got it before you ask them. And you go ask them. You, you know what I'm saying? Need some gas money. You know, you need some help with something. You know they have what you're looking for. So you believe you can go to your parents and get what you need from them, right? Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the waiting room from the time you pray to the manifestation of what you asked for, continue to thank God for it. Remind him of your word. It's really for you to remind you of his promises. God already knows the word. He is the word. So you have to constantly be in the worst. So you can remind yourself not to give up.
1: So it's, God, I believe it. God, I'm expecting it. God, I receive it. I thank you for it. It's not, God, I praise you for such and such and such, and it hasn't come yet. Well, Lord, please give me so and so and so and so. Lord, I'm praying again that you would come, Lord, like you've never come before. Over and, oh, he hurt. Listen, there is nothing wrong with his ears. He heard you the first time. Now, were you in the position? Were you in the right position? Should you have even been praying for that? Had you had the healing that you need before you even go to him with that prayer? So we we talked about that already. So were you, did you get all that straight first? Did you get all that straight first? And if you got all that straight first and you did go to him in prayer, now go thanking him for the results of it. Just go believing it and constantly thanking him. For the results of that. And so that, that goes into just saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I believe it. I receive it. I praise you for it. I bless you for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Constantly just believing it. And some sometimes you got to praise him
0: before you ask. You know, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. And sometimes, like Missionary Hemingway told us, you know, you got to go and sh- you might have to dance, shout. You might have to pray, praise, sing. Like just go into an atmosphere of worship and praise and get into his presence. Well, okay, let me get into your presence so I can forget about my problem right now because this issue is getting on my nerves. So let me, let me get in his presence. Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe the whole point of the matter is while I'm waiting to get in his presence. Because like Pastor said, God knows what we need. Yes, he want to hear our requests, and he knows our hearts, but sometimes you just got to have a praise, a worship, just laying before him. You might have to just cry and pray and wail and speak in, you know, in Holy Spirit tongues. And that's, you know, let the Holy Spirit have his way in your prayer. That way you know, you show enough, know that you know that you know that God heard what you had to say, you know. Oh, I didn't mean to preach. I was just trying to (laughs) get y'all something. See? And so with that, I just, <laughs> just see. see She keeps messing with me. A so, hype man, see. See, confess your sins, your faults, and pray for one another that you may be healed. And you get a hype man to help you so you can be healed. And you won't be insecure, you won't be scared to go ahead and tell people about Jesus. Okay. So I had a few points I wanted to share with you. Um, geez about Jesus. He died, like I said, he died on the cross so we can be made in right standing with God. We are justified by faith. Romans five, one through five. Oh yeah, if you want to get your pencils out. You know, you pray the word of God. You read in order to pray the word of God, you gotta get your Bibles. They on your phone, your iPhone, your Android phone, your the internet. You can look it up, any scripture, you know, like missionary one said, like, what does the Bible say about this? And it will pop up. I'm telling you. So the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. Psalm 23. But you're going through something financially, or whatever it may be. It may not even be financial; it may be spiritual. But my God shall supply all my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4 and 19. This next part right here, Joshua 10, 1 through 15. You free to go back and read it yourselves. I just thought about it. this has been on me for the last few weeks. The part where if, I feel like if Joshua can tell the sun to stay still and the moon not to move, surely we can pray God's word and remind him of his word. Now, we might not be able to do that because, you know, the scripture said he, he was the one that did it. But if he's the same God then when the sun had to stay still and the moon had to move so he could win the battle. He's the same God now. So his word doesn't change and won't return unto him void. And that's the part, like I said, in the waiting process. Like, so we won't get faint fainting heart, so we won't be weary and well doing to keep going at it. I'm not preaching, I'm just sharing. Another scripture is pray in Jesus' name. Don't go to the Father in your name. Pray in Jesus' name. Jesus said, What, what do you say? We don't have the power. All right, who got the power? All right, there you go. You pray in Jesus' name. <laughs> Jesus said if we ask anything in his name, we will do it, and he will do it, that the Father may be glorified. And if we ask anything according to his will, we know he hear us. And those scriptures are John 14 and 14, 1 John 5, 14 through 15. And it's very important that, like we said, to get in the word so you know what to ask him and you know what to pray. So you know that he hears you. We shall decree a thing, and it shall be established. Job twenty two twenty eight. Call those things that be not as though they were, and then remember, like First Lady said, you gotta do the one two three. Confess your faults, so you can pray for one another. So you can be healed, so your prayer can be effectual, fervent, and availeth. So yes.
2: name I pray at the end of the prayer or within the prayer you don't say in Jesus name uh-huh. does it go through or it doesn't I'm
0: going to let you handle this one
2: <laughs> I used to always ask that when I was little
0: <laughs> I mean because I start I'm, I'm trying to train my mind to start with in Jesus name
1: oh. well let me ask you when you write a letter do you have an opening and a closing? Yeah.
2: yeah. Normally, it's like dear or sincerely. Or no. What's the garden. purpose of that?
1: What's the purpose of the salutation? And then what's the purpose of the the signature mark? The closing. So
2: greeting to greet, uh, mm-hmm. and then the other one is to close it out. I mean, that's just how.
1: The close it out is and say. Structure. To close it out, and then there is a signature line, yeah. right? Because you want them to know yeah. who, who. Wrote who th- it. Yeah. Okay. So. That's correct. So. All prayers to God, you have to first, if, you, if you're talking to someone, mm-hmm. I said, I tell, I tell my son all the time, you're not talking to the air. No. You know, you're walking by me and just talking. If you want my attention, you have to call my name. Yep. So if you want Jesus' attention, you have to say, or oh, God's attention, our Father, yep. or, or Heavenly Father, yep. or God, yep. you know. Or in the name of Jesus, I pray. You know, you have to get his attention. And then when you're done with it, you have to thank him. You thank in the letter sincerely, yours truly. Or you close that thing out because you, you said all you wanted to say. Okay, yep. And in the end, you wanted to, want to be pleasing to them. So you're uh, uh, thank you for your attention in this, to this matter sincerely. And then you say, who sent that letter? So are you sending the letter? Are you sending the prayer? No. Who's sending the prayer? The Bible says who would make an intercessory? Who? When you pray, who is name, on the right-hand Jesus. side of the box? So so you're praying. Jesus, oh, come on now. So, <laughs> so are you signing the prayer? Oh, you're not, you Honestly, know. you're praying it, but are you signing the prayer? With Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's what you're doing. Okay. You're saying, you're saying. I'm praying that my big brother will take this to you God so in his name these are the things I pray now I'm expecting him to take it to you and then I'm expecting that my prayer has availed much so you you answer the question for me should you sign it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or, or, or should you end it in in the in the, man, in the one who can get the prayer through that's correct right okay I, I okay that's it I didn't need to answer the question. Nails, so I it. didn't need to answer the question. That, that, so the next time you think about it, think about closing in your letter off with no signature.
0: You just reminded it's, me. of sending your prayer. letter off
1: with no closing statement. No <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. You just reminded me of a prayer. Um, sometimes I pray this too. Like like I said, it depends on your your intensity of your prayer. And I would say. Holy Spirit like I said you I to you Holy Spirit and I say ask Holy Spirit ask you to make intercession for me unto the son and I say and I say Jesus make intercession unto the Father for me on for my behalf for your namesake and the, when you said the intercession who's in, interceding for you and I ask the Holy Spirit intercede to the son to get him to intercede mm-hmm. to the Father on my behalf
1: yep. I mean he said for us to ask so we have to ask mm-hmm. we have to we have to write the letter. And yep. writing the letter is asking, but we're taking it to him throughout, through his son, Jesus. Yes, right. So right. it is in Jesus' name. Yes. And you can put it all through the letter, all you want. We, you know, Father God this, Father God that, and in Jesus' name this and in that. But you need to, you need close, to, it to close it out in his name okay. because it might be unsent. The mailman may not get it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you folks <laughs> Christmas is coming and your package is still at home not delivered okay all right oh, return oh. return to sender <laughs>
0: <laughs> see I <don't> wanna return. <laughs> no you don't want to return
1: no. You you out there? You think something different? Tell me. You know, preach it to me. Give, give me the scripture. Something different. You know, I don't. I I say I don't claim to know it all. I do. I do claim to give you what God has given me, and so that is the revelation that God gave me. And and I hope that analogy uh, makes sense to you as well. So just a couple more scriptures to help you while you in your
0: waiting room. This scripture. <laughs> Psalm 41 and 11, and our executive pastor here has spoken on this before. By this I know God favors me. And sometimes, like, you have to get a scripture, and you just got to be tenacious with it and hold on to it. And sometimes all you need is just one scripture, and you just got to meditate on it, feed on it, chew on it, keep at it. And, like, one scripture for, scripture for me that I know that I always, it's like, it's a scripture that's called, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will let the standard against it. And for some reason, it just, it helps me because I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, especially like you got this going on, that going on, this going on. You're like, okay. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a stand against it. People at work get on your nerves. People around the way in the store just you know like random. You know how like random stuff just started to happen out of nowhere. You're like, what in the world? What in the what in the earth is going on here? And you just have to stop. Right, and you have to remember, and that the only way to do that, you got to have that scripture. Like you know what I'm saying? You got to be in the Word, abide in the Word, live in the Word, breathe the Word, sleep the Word, eat the Word. You know. Like when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against it. He has to. The word can't return unto him void. It's his word. And with that, um, what's that scripture? Malachi 3 and 10 with tithes and offering. And um, I'll be like, Lord, you said try this test. Who can put you to a test except you? You said, you. right. He gave his own self a test. We can't do that. He told us to test him, yeah. right? Um, Call upon me in the day of trouble; I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Psalm fifty fifteen. For he inhabits the praises of his people. Psalm twenty two three. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Psalm one hundred and four. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, Romans ten nine through ten. I'm just going through some scriptures. For the scripture saith that who Soever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And this is the scripture I was thinking of when we said earlier about it's not just believers being made righteous once they confess their sins. Like unbelievers are, you know, can confess their sins and get prayer at that time. And all thy getting, get understanding. Proverbs 4 and 7. And then, you know, the whole armor of God. We talked about that before in a previous podcast. Ephesians 6, 10 through 19. And so, once again, we just wanted to give you some points here, you know, while you're in your waiting room, while you make sure you confess your faults, you know, to someone and the person that's being, that's the confessee. Did I say that right? The person you confess or needs to make sure they're coming from a place of love and not judgment because sometimes, like, people don't tell you stuff because they feel vulnerable, they feel scared that they're going to get judged. You know what I mean? So someone just, like, want to encourage you, if you're the person that they're coming to, to have a heart of love, to be open. Remember yourself as if it was you. If when you fall down and you make a mistake, you want somebody to show you mercy.
1: You know what I mean? I think, um, and we're definitely going to be closing out, but I think that's what makes that first statement maybe challenging to many people. Because they're like, I'm not telling you my secret. And I'm not telling you my business. You know, I'm going to go to God in prayer with this. You know, but if you are really, a, if you are really expect it to availeth much, you know, going to the one that you got the, the ought against is a good place to start. You know what I'm saying? Letting that secret out of, out of the bag to the person that already has a, um, a clean heart and a clean spirit it's also a good person to to start with because that person already can uh bring down bring down the bring down the heavens I should say um because that person now everybody has sin and everybody has fallen short of the glory of God so we all have to, like you said, not be judgmental. anyway, if God sends someone to you, you have to think about it because if if it may not been your sin right now, but it could be your sin on tomorrow. You know, you might fall into that pit, and, and so we in have God's to. will
2: for you to actually go to that person, anyway. That may be in God's will for you to go to
1: that person first. True. It may be something that you need to give get. Yes, that's right. Exactly. So you you never know. Um, I, I remember, and I'm gonna make this really quick, and without telling the details of the story, I remember um, a, a brother, you know, came to me and said, you know, well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have be, been caught doing that. Well, I would have been caught in that situation, and and you know, you were wrong for that. And I was like, well, you know, there's nobody perfect. You know what i'm saying and if i were you i wouldn't have done that you know i wouldn't have responded that i wouldn't i wouldn't you know and shona he experienced the same thing i experienced that had to have the same forgiving heart if he wanted to make it right he had to have the same he had to he had to respond in the same manner but he was judging me for having a, a a good heart and a good spirit and acting like i didn't care and i did care but my response wasn't what everybody thought I should have and so you know he was like you know had a different attitude until he got in that same position and you know then sometimes the enemy wants you to go back and say well see what you (laughs) and that's why people don't come and tell you stuff because they think that you want to go back and then when things are not you know, quite right. You go back and talk about them. So, uh, but I didn't go back because vengeance is mine, said the Lord. So I didn't. It wasn't my 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 opportunity to, or my my right standing to go back and say anything to about the trouble. You know, because I didn't want trouble come back my way. <laughs> <laughs> but just just to say that to encourage you, as she says, to do it according to God's will, because it's not about it's not about you. It's about what you're trying to, it's trying. It's about the benefit, the advantageous benefit, the power, the power that you're trying to have your, your prayers result in. So look at that. Look at what you're going to benefit, what you're going to gain. And so you may have to lose yourself, lose your mind, lose your attitude, lose your position, lose your thought, lose your conscious. I don't care what it is that you got to lose and give up, but if you expect something greater, you have to go through that. See, my prayer got answered.
0: (laughs) And so once again, this is New GWC's sit and talk. I want to close out by reminding this is our executive pastor, Pastor Sylvia Saunders, our sister Kimberly Williams, I'm Kim Parker, and we are going to pray out. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come once again before Your throne of grace this afternoon, O God. We enter to your gates with thanksgiving, to your courts with praise once again. Holy Spirit, we yield to you in this prayer in the name of Jesus, O God. Lord, we ask that you touch each and every person that's watching this and even on the replay, O God. I pray that you help them to be able to trust someone, to trust themselves, to confess their faults, O Father. And the person that they're telling it to, to have the love of God in them to pray for them in the name of Jesus oh God. I pray you give us a heart posture to worship you, to pray to you, to come to you with expectation oh Father in the name of Jesus. Help us in the waiting process oh Father in the name of Jesus oh God. Help us oh Father in the name of Jesus oh God to be in your word, to abide in your word, to speak your word, to pray your word in the name of jesus oh god and i pray that if anyone that needs to know you as their lord and savior oh father that if they confess their sins oh father if they confess you oh father that jesus as was raised from the dead oh god and that you died on the cross for their sins and they receive you as their lord and savior that they shall be saved and in jesus name we ask and we pray all of these things amen and amen